Shalom, this is Rabbi Ben Newman. Today is day 319 of my daily Zohar reading. I'll be reading today part 1 of the Zohar, page 175a in Aramaic and English. I'm going to just read a little bit of what I read yesterday, but only in English. And when I get to where I left off, I'll pick up with the Aramaic. I'm reading now from page... 56 of the Pritzker edition Zohar, volume 3, translated by Professor Daniel Matt. Come and see. The accuser confronts a person only in time of danger. Come and see, because Jacob delayed fulfilling the vow he had made before the Blessed Holy One, judgment was empowered by the accuser, who denounced Jacob, demanding justice when Rachel was in danger. So um, part of what we're thinking about right now is why uh, Rachel died in childbirth with uh, Benjamin. And um, as I think I ended up with yesterday, I listed off some of the reasons that have been uh, percolating up through our readings of the Zohar. One reason was that she had to die in order for the Shekhinah to be fully manifest once her 12 sons were born, which would crown her. Um, and then another reason was that she wronged her father Laban, so it was kind of her punishment to have to die. And now here's a third one that we just heard, which is um, that Jacob was being punished because he delayed fulfilling a vow he made about Esau. So uh, that's where I left off, and that's where I'm going to pick up today in the Aramaic, where it says Amal Kameh. In uh, in the English, he said before him, Amal Kameh, Vaha Yaakov Nadal Nidre Vela Shalim, Vaha Ihu Takif Mikola Be Utra Be Venin Behol Mad Itstrich, Vela Shalim Nidre de Nadal Kamach, Vela Nasavt Onasha Mine. Miyad vateled Rachel vatekash be lidata. Mai vatekash de itkashe dina laela gabe malachamavet. Ve itanash Yaakov bahai. Mai tama. Begin dichti ve e ein lacha le shalem lama yikach mishkavcha mi tachtecha. Mi Tachtecha Ve Alda Mi Tat Rachel Ve It Masar Dina Al Yedad Malachamavet He said before him, Look, Jacob made his vow and did not fulfill it, even though he dominated he dominates all in wealth, children, and everything one needs, he still did not fulfill the vow he made before you. Yet you have not punished him. Immediately Rachel gave birth, and she had hard labor. Genesis thirty-five sixteen. What does this mean? She had hard. Judgment was hardened above with the angel of death. Thereby Jacob was punished. Why? Because it is written, If you have nothing with which to pay, why should he take your bed from under you? Proverbs twenty-two twenty-seven. Therefore Rachel died. Judgment was rendered by the angel of death. For note 400, if you have nothing with which to pay, it is dangerous to make a vow because if you cannot fulfill what you promised, your wife, your bed, may be seized by the angel of death.
תאחזי בשעת הדעתה עשיו, מה עבד? וישם את השפחות ואת ילדיהן ראשונה, ואת לאה וילדיה האחרונים, ואת רחל ואת יוסף האחרונים. מי תמה? בגין דדחיל עלה דרחל, דלה יסתכל ההוא רשע בשפירו דילה, ולה יקטרג לעלה. תו, מה כתיב? ותיגשנה השפחות הנה, וילדיהן ותשתח... ויינה ותיגש גם לאה וילדיה, וילדיה וישתחוו נשים מקמי גוברין. אבל ברחל מכתיב ואחר ניגש יוסף ורחל יוסף, מקמ, יוסף מקמי אימי ואיהו חפה עלה ועלדה כתיב בן פורת יוסף בן פורת עלי עין דאסגי גופי וחפה על אימי עלי עין עלי עינה דהרו רשע והכה התענשת על ידה דיצר הרע דקיטרג בשעתה דסקנה והתענש יעקב על נדרה דלה שלים ודא קשיא ליעקב מכל עכו דאברו עלי ומנהלן דיב גיני דיעקב הווה דכתיב מתה עלי רחל עלי ודאי על האחרית נדרה סורי על דאחרית נדרה רבי יוסי אמר כתיב קללת חינם לא תבוא והוקמוה לא בבב ואי קללת צדיקה אפילו דלה התכוון בה, כיוון דנפקא מפומי נטיל לה ההוא יצר הרע וקטרג בה בשעת הדסקנה. יעקב אמר, אם אשר תמצא את אלוהיך לא יחיה, ואף על גב דהיו לה הווה ידה, נטיל לה להכי מילה ההוא שטן דאשתכח תדיר גביהו דבני נשה. ועל דעת הנינן, לעולם לא יפתח ברנש פומי לסיטנה. בגין דנתיר ההוא מילה וקטרג בה לאלה ותתה כל שכן מילה דחכם או מילה דצדיקה ועל דעת, סורי, ועל טרן אילן התענשת רחל. Come and see what did he do when Esau came? He placed the maids and their children first, Leah and her children behind them, and Rachel and Joseph behind them. Genesis 33:2. Why? Because he feared for Rachel, lest that l- l- wicked one gaze upon her beauty and attack him because of her. What else is written? The maids drew near, they and their children, and bowed. Leah, too, and her children drew near and bowed, females preceding males. But of Rachel, what is written? Afterward, Joseph and Rachel drew near. That's Genesis 33:6 and 7. Joseph preceding his mother, covering her. So it is written, a fruitful bow is Joseph, a fr- fruitful bow, alei ayin, by a spring. 
49.22, For he expanded his body and covered his mother. I lay iron on account of an eye, on account of the eye of that wicked one. Here she was punished by the evil impulse who denounced in time of danger, and Jacob was punished for not fulfilling the vow. This was more severe for Jacob than all the troubles that befell him. How do we know that it was due to him? For it is written, Jacob, oh, sorry, Rachel died a lie upon me, Genesis 48, 7, a lie on account of me precisely, because I delayed the vow. Rabbi Yossi said, it is written, a causeless curse, lo tavo, goes nowhere, Proverbs 26, 2, and they have established lo to him with a vav, once the curse of a righteous man issues from his mouth, even unintentionally, that evil impulse snatches it and accuses with it in a time of danger. Jacob said, With whomever you find your gods, you shall not live. Genesis thirty-one, thirty-two. And even though he didn't know that Satan, constantly present among humans, snatched that word. Therefore we have learned a person should never open his mouth for Satan, because he seizes that word and accuses with it above and below especially a word of the righteous, sorry, of a word of the wise or righteous. For both of these, Rachel was punished. Footnote 401, that wicked one, Esau. Footnote 402, Joseph preceding his mother, covering her, protecting her from Esau's evil eye and evil designs. Footnote 404, uh, Rachel died a lie upon me on account of me. The word a lie means literally upon me, on me, though it apparently connotes alas to my sorrow. See Psalms 42, 6, and 7 here. Drawing on Midrashic tradition, Rabbi Yehuda reads it in one of its idiomatic senses, on account of me. Furthermore, because the word Allah is also rabbinic votive terminology, in still another sense, it is incumbent upon me, this connotation as well may allude to Jacob's earlier unfulfilled vow. Footnote 408, a causeless curse, lo tavo, goes nowhere, lo, to him. The Masoretic spelling is lo, lamad aleph, no, not, meaning that the curse does not reach its intended victim. However, the word is traditionally read lo, lamad vav, to him, with a vav instead of an aleph, meaning that the curse backfires and goes to him. In other words, falls upon the cursor himself. Here, Rabbi Yossi adopts the spelling lo, lamed vav, to him, and apparently understands it to mean that the unintended curse of a righteous man goes to the evil impulse, who enacts it at an opportune moment. Cross-reference, Babylonian Talmud, Makot 11a, in the name of Rav, the curse of a wise man, even without cause, takes effect. Footnote 406, even though he didn't know that Rachel had stolen Laban's idols, as indicated at the end of the verse, according to rabbinic tradition, Jacob's rash statement doomed Rachel to a premature death. That's depressing. Uh, footnote 407, a person should never open his mouth for Satan, one should never utter ominous words, thereby, provi thereby providing an opening for Satan to wreak havoc. The statement is attributed to Rabbi Yossi in Brachot 19a. So, uh, we should never say anything uh, that might jinx us or curse us. So I wonder if this is related to... Um, the Ayn Hara in some way, um, and the idea of not giving yourself the evil eye by saying certain things. Footnote 408, for both of these, Rachel was punished because Jacob unintentionally cursed her and because he delayed fulfilling his vow. Vayhi betzet ki meta. Amar Rabbi Abba, v'chi kevan de Amar vayhi betzeit nafsha la yedana ki meta. 
אלא הצריך בגין דלה אהדרת לגוף היתיר ומיתת מיתת גופה בגין דאית בני נשא דנפקי נשמתיהו ואהדרן לאתריהו וכמה דאדמר ותשב נפשו אליו ויצא ליבם נפשי יצאה ודברו לא נותרה בו נשמה אבל היי נפקת נשמתה ולה אהדרת לאתרה ומיתת רחל ותקרא שמו בינוני דקשיו דדינה דאיתגזר עלה ויעקב אהדר לה וכשיר לה בימינה וגין דמערב הצטריך לקשרה לימינה ואף על גב דאיהו בינוני סיטרא דדינא קשיא בנימין איהו דהה בימינה התקשר והתקברת באורחה כמה דאיתמר היי איתגליה מיתתה וקבורתה אבל לאה לה איתגליה מיתתה וקבורתה ואף על גב דהני ארבע אמהן רזה איתלון והר גמורה. As her soul was departing, for she was dying, Genesis 35-18, Rabbi Abba said, since scripture states, as her soul was departing, don't we know that she was dying? But this is necessary, because it returned no more To the body and she died a bodily death for there are humans whose souls depart yet return to their sights as is said his soul returned to him 1 samuel 30 12 their heart departed genesis 42 28 my soul departed as he spoke song of songs 5 6 there was no soul left in him 1 kings 17 17 but as for this one the soul departed and did not return to her sight she named him benoni genesis 3518 for the harshness of judgment decreed against her but Jacob restored and bound him to the right since west must be bound to the right although he is Benoni son of my sorrow side of harsh judgment yet he is Benjamin Benjamin son of the right for he was bound to the right she was buried by the road as has been explained this one's death and burial are burial are revealed while Leah's death and burial are not and that's explained earlier. Uh, although these four matriarchs share a mystery, as has been established. So the reason given earlier that uh, Leah's death and burial um, are not talked about, and uh, Rachel's is, or Rachel's death and, and burial are talked about, is because... Leah represents Bina, the higher upper mother, who's concealed, and Rachel represents the lower mother, the Shekhinah, who is revealed and who suffers with us. This is very much um, in line with the Shekhinah. Footnote 410. Humans whose souls depart yet return to their sights. Their souls leave only momentarily and they revive. Footnote 411, she named him Benoni. The verse continues, but his father called him Benjamin. The name Benoni means son of my sorrow, trouble, suffering, or vigor, while Benjamin, Benjamin means son of the right hand or son of the south. 
Footnote 412, Jacob restored and bound him to the right. Benjamin was born in suffering and harsh judgment, characteristics of the left side, which had been decreed against Rachel. She was linked with Shekhinah, who was influenced by the left and symbolized by the west. However, Jacob restored Benjamin to the right side, or the south, characterized by loving kindness. He thereby sweetened the harshness within Shekhinah, the west, drawing her to the right as well. Footnote 413, she was buried by the road, revealed. Rachel symbolizes Shekhinah, who is more revealed, so this matriarch's death is recorded explicitly in the Torah, as I said, and her burial place is by the road. Leah, on the other hand, symbolizes a concealed realm of Binah, as I said, so her death is not recorded in the Torah, and she was buried within the cave of Machpelah. Footnote 414, these four matriarchs share a mystery, referring to Rachel, Leah, and their two maids, Bilcha and Zilpah, all of whose offspring symbolize various aspects of the spherotic realm. Vyatsev Yaakov Matseva al Kvurata Amar Rabbi Yose, Maitama, Begindala it Kasia Atra al Adioma Dezamin Kuchabrihul Achaya Metaya Kema de Itmar Adhayom Adhahu Yoma Mamash Rabbi Yehuda Amal Ad Yoma de Tedal Shrinta Begalutron de Israel Behahuatal Kamada at Amel Vayesh Tikva la Achritech Neumadonai Veshavu Banim Ligvulam Veda Omaa Ome la Kuchabrihu Uzminin Israel Kad Yetuvun Min Galuta the Kaima al Hahu Kvura de Achel Ule Mifke Taman Kemade Ihi Vachat al Galuthon de Israel Va al Daktiv Bavichi Yavo Uchtiv Ki Yesh Sachar Lifulatech Uvahahi Shata Zminat Rachel de Ihi be Orcha la Mechede Behu be Israel, ve imschinta ve imschinta Jacob set up a pillar upon her grave, Genesis thirty five twenty. Rabbi Yossi said, Why? So her sight would never be concealed until the day that the Blessed Holy One intends to revive the dead, as is said, until the day. Uh, I guess that's Genesis 35.20, until that very day, meaning the day, uh, judgment day. Rabbi Yehuda said, until the day that Shekhinah returns to that site, together with the exiles of Israel, as is said, there is no hope for your future, declares Yudevavay. Children will return to their land, Jeremiah 31.17. The Blessed Holy One swore this oath to her, and as they return from exile, Israel are destined to stand by Rachel's grave and weep there just as she wept over Israel's exile. So it is written, with weeping they will come, and there is reward for your labor. And at that moment, Rachel, who is by the road, is destined to rejoice along with Israel and Shekhinah, as the companions have established. Footnote 4.15, Jacob set up a pillar upon her grave. The rest continues, it is the pillar of Rachel's grave to this day, and I guess the interpretation is until that day, or the day. Uh, footnote 416, until the day, until that very day. In this verse, the word hayom is an idiom meaning today, but Rabbi Yossi insists on its literal meaning, the day, implying the great day of resurrection. 
Footnote 417, just as she wept over Israel's exile, see the context in Jeremiah 31, 15-17. Thus says Yudevavhe, a voice is heard in Ramah, wailing, bitter weeping, Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted for her children because they are no more. Thus says Yudevavhe, restrain your voice from weeping, your eyes from tears, for there is reward for your labor, declares Yudevavhe. They will return from the land of the enemy. There is hope for your future, declares Yudhe Children will return to their land. That's it for today's reading. Catch you all tomorrow. Take care.